Ha ha! It's your boy, Crunchy Chris, here in the studio. Uh, welcome to Shitfic. Uh, Chris? 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 Why? Huh? Yes? What the fuck was that intro? <laughs> what? You don't like Crunchy Chris? Crunchy Chris and the Farm Gang? Don't you dare honestly, steal this intro no, from honest, me. Honestly, oh. no, I'm not stealing it from you. I'm just letting you know this might be one of your best intros ever. Crunchy, think Crunchy so? Chris and the Farm Gang might be the new name for this podcast. <laughs> the, uh, the, the byline is no longer Christopher Beale and Michael Davis. It is now Crunchy Chris and the Farm Gang. <laughs> All right, well, anyway. Would you like to introduce welcome. what we do and who we've got? Absolutely. Hello, welcome to Shitfig, where we dissect, disseminate, destroy writing from the yesteryears. And uh, today we got a special episode because we have a special guest who unbeknownst to you has been here the whole time. He's been on every episode and you didn't even know it. It's the musical man himself, Ryan Deco! Hello. (laughs) Also, I'd like to point out, Chris, you said that people didn't know that he was on here but we give him credit every episode yeah I, my name is well like he didn't know that he i'm trying to like he's been just watching each and every episode silently and he nobody knew but it's, that's actually a lie well i don't know maybe secretly uh, i can here. either confirm nor deny that know. my presence has been uh, recorded. <laughs> as well as being a music producer to the stars, he is also a fellow podcaster. That is true. Of casual conversations with... Chris is looking this up currently. Ryan and Jonah. <laughs> That's us. It's Ryan and Jonah, yes, right? Ryan and yeah. Jonah, Jonah, my brother. Okay. We have little casual Hell talks yeah. uh, about once a week. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes it's just the two of us. But we talk about, and, and more, more, less of a talk, more of a ramble about whatever's on our minds. And uh, yeah, feel free to listen uh, anywhere that you're listening to this podcast. We use Anchor as well. So Anchors to the end. So Michael, I've rambled enough. You explain things. <laughs> okay. Uh, once again, <laughs> welcome everyone. Uh, welcome Chris to our podcast. Uh, I, I just wanted, I wanted to welcome you here. But today is a weirder episode because we're not actually reading anything we've written previously. We're coming up with whole new things. So, you know, it's going to be very different. Uh, but basically our producer, Cindy, sent us a writing prompt. And I'm just going to go ahead and read it off. And then it's essentially we're going to work like a pitch meeting kind of. We're essentially pitching to you, our loyal listeners, our terrible idea that we're going to come up with Great off the top idea. of our heads. Great right idea. Now. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, Copyright, trademark, uh, patented. This is literally the first time I'm reading this prompt. It was posted in our chat like five minutes ago, but I did not read it yet. So this is, this is the first time. So here is the prompt that we are uh, going to be working with. It comes from writing prompts on Tumblr. So you are the world's greatest detective, but your 100% success rate is making you feel suspicious. Recently, you have barely been putting any effort in and occasionally blindly guessing who the criminal was. Yet, you are still 100%. Well, I feel like this is a pitch. <laughs> I feel like this is a pitch. So we're like the one punch man of detectives, essentially. Yes. <laughs> Seemingly. So. I haven't watched that. That's the idea that we're going to be working with. And we're just going to come up with a beat by beat, scene by scene story for this prompt. Mm-hmm. So since. Or it could be pro. 
Legends, right? It could be at now. Uh, but since, you know, the last two episodes have been just me shouting fantasy words at people, I'm going to go ahead, uh, Chris or Ryan, who would like to start off this, this wonderful new story? Wait, are we doing this, like, like summer camp? Are we doing this, like, summer camp around the campfire? Yeah. Going like, there was once a man. And then it's honestly, Chris, to my knowledge, is that what we're to doing? my knowledge, it's however you want to do it. Is this how they do it in Hollywood, Michael? Yes, this is exactly... Is this how they This is how the Marvel Cinematic Universe came about. And it succeeded. Some people were sitting around a table, and they were like, so what if uh, this guy... Wore a suit made of iron. Once a man, and he went to the Middle East, and then got captured, then made a ribot suit, and then. I mean, that's really that's the entirety of Iron Man. Ironman. 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 Call me Tony Ironman. That's the Ironman was so popular they named a running race after him. But yeah, so so who wants to get us started? Again, Chris, this will basically just be like a campfire story. Does it have to be? I'm I I've I've got five producers. All on right, Chris, line. I'm gonna you know Wanting what, Chris, you started off and you'll just set the tone for how we're gonna go. I'll let you just decide how you want this whole podcast. I'm to so run. ready. Okay, I, I trust you. All right, I think uh, you're okay. gonna do great. A brilliant mind will shape the direction right. of things to come. So no pressure at all on you. All right. <laughs> all right. Remember trademark. Restricted, patented. Please, this is my OC. <laughs> Nobody steal. No credit to writing dash prompt dash s on Tumblr. Well, first, I think we need to figure out why is this happening. Why is this man got a hundred percent on? So you want like an origin story? He's is that a, what you're thinking? Well, I think that's like the mystery of the story is why is he like? Is there a reason why he's doing so good, or is this gonna be like a comedy where it's like, wow, wow, he just wants to incriminate an innocent man, but he just can't do it. I was imagining that it's like he is just so good at at you know solving crimes, uh, and he like like he wants to take a vacation, right? Uh, he's like, mm -hmm. but the police just keep calling him. They're like, look, you always, you can figure this shit out very quickly. I, I think it also, uh, and well, it, because of that, I think he's trying to like get wrong answers. Like he keeps hoping he's wrong every time, guessing like the most obscure thing ever. It's like, yeah, this was like totally a person <laughs> with a milk carton who, who dropped from a plane uh, into a bale of hay. And it turns out to be right. It's like, ah, come mm -hmm. you know, it just, he, he ends up guessing it. God damn it. And so we want it to, do we want it to be kind of, that's the conflict is that he wants a vacation. Yes. Kind of. Well, sort of. <laughs> that will not literally, well, maybe literally. I think, I think that's so the, the conflict of, of the story is, is that he is trying to get away from the police who are just like, you're doing our job better than us. So, uh, you just, uh, do it. And he's like, I just, guys, I just want to go to, I just want to go to Venezuela and, Come on. and drink on the beach i'm really he's just looking for a way out of his job or looking for a way to to go to hawaii okay. or somewhere or venezuela in this case it's venezuela so how we <laughs> so i guess let's try working from like the end backwards how is he going to actually come up with this this master plan of finally doing something what if he wrong? becomes a criminal oh uh, well i guess that that could be interesting that's his only one way is by him being the criminal, because that way he knows that, like, you know, I'm picking the wrong person because I know the right person. 
But then it also turns out that person is the right person. I, I like to imagine that, that like, it's it's like an Ocean's Eleven thing where, like, he goes in and he steals the diamond and does all this stuff. And then at the very end, he's like, and it was Janet all along. And Janet actually also has a stolen <laughs> painting. And they were like, how did you know? And he's like, what the fuck? Maybe Janet. Honestly, Loki, what if Janet was, like, the actual, like, mastermind of every single criminal case he's ever worked on? <laughs> and, like, wait, what? It was you? How is this possible? All right, so we, we've got our antagonist in the form of, of Janet. <laughs> so this has become a heist sort of. movie. Well, maybe. Yeah. Heist murder? Well, I feel like he would become pretty unlikable if he full-on murders somebody. Yeah, I, I like the idea that like, he's trying, he just wants to steal something to commit a crime. Uh, and he's like, look, mm -hmm. if I steal a diamond from a rich person, they're not going to miss it. Uh, and then, you know, I'll accuse someone else. It'll turn out to be me. I'll get a slap on the wrist, but then they'll stop talking to me. And then they get to go take his vacation. Genius plan. <laughs> he confesses. Well, not confesses. Or I guess, I don't know. Does he want Janet to go down for I don't think he cares. I feel is, like he's so desperate no, to so, so the, he doesn't care who goes down. The Janet thing is entirely incidental. Okay. Like, she, she is like his enemy. He has foiled all of her plots. He doesn't know that, though. Like, he's been accusing and getting correct, like, the low-level criminals. He doesn't know that Janet is this giant mob boss. So when he does accuse her eventually of being a mob boss, and then she turns out to be one, he's just like, what? But in her mind, he's, like, her mortal enemy. Because he's foiled everything. That's a funny concept. Like, I can imagine Janet in, like, this room be like, this man, we're gonna take him down. This guy would be like, yeah, I don't know what this who's, who's in charge of this. I just want to go take a drink somewhere, man. This doesn't matter to me. I wonder what the epilogue is then. Does he just go crazy? I imagine... Then he goes on his murder I story. imagine it's like him on a beach. <laughs> like, just... Maybe he's murdering people on on his beach. He went to take a vacation on. <laughs> Complete plot twist. <laughs> that, 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 that's that's the sequel, is that he does become end. a full-fledged, like, super evil criminal. And then Janet's like, all right, well, now I'm going to take this fucking <laughs> down. Well, complete role reversal. <laughs> well, and we, ha we would have to introduce um, a new detective. Janet is basically the, like, oh, my God, Silence of the Lambs. Clarice, Hannibal Lecter? Yeah, yeah Janet, Lecter. Janet is the Hannibal Lecter who's, like, in jail. And there's a new detective who's like, I've got to take down this criminal. And Janet's like, let me tell you all about him. <laughs> I've studied this man. He's been on top of every single one of my. I like that. Slash now we're getting into the sequel yeah, and talking about yet. Janet more than more than. Yeah. yeah. But this is what movie studios do anyway. They always they're always jumping to the sequel, setting up stuff. So we're pretty accurate, right? All right. So back on track then. Who do we want to be in our detective's life? Do we have any, like, what characters are we thinking are going to be hanging around him? Is he going to have a partner in crime? Is there going to be, he, I like, feel like he should have a, I feel like he should have, like, a Dr. Janet. Watson sort of side character. Someone along with also, him. Also, our, our producer just asked if he has a name, and I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that he, he does, but he does not want anyone to know his name because he wants people to stop fucking calling <laughs> So he's just the detective. <laughs> like, that's his name. Yeah, he's... He's just known as the detective to everyone. Detective, I'm not giving you my name. <laughs> okay, the detective it is. Um, so I could see, yeah, I could see him having like a, a sidekick, but I don't know. Is, are they going to be? What if Janet's the criminal? No, Janet is, Janet is the criminal. Janet wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, Janet is a criminal. Yeah, but like if Janet's like this, yeah, it would be awkward like, Haha, ha, and I'm gonna frame oh, Janet. So you're saying like Janet, Janet, Janet should start out no. as his like helper, and then in the end he just decides to pin everything Janet on Watson. her, and it turns out to be her the entire time. Like that could 
That's Honestly, that's thing. not a bad I'm idea. Actually... Is that she's been with him this whole time, and that that can that's the reason he even picks her. It's because he's like, I know she would never do anything bad because she's been my assistant for so long. We've known yeah. each other. There's no way she could commit any crime. And it turns out she's been this mob boss the whole time. Yeah. And then eventually he like pins Janet. Is like, oh yeah, it's probably Janet or something. That turns out to be her. You know what? It's Janet. I could like. I wonder what should there be also like. I could see Janet being like kind of like the annoying groupie kind of character, and that's why it's like. Okay, there's two things I need is I need to get a case wrong and I need to get Janet out of my life because Janet keeps leading. Yeah, Janet's the something. reason he keeps getting cases. <laughs> so like no wonder he would want to be rid of mm-hmm. Even though nobody knows his name or address, but Janet just so he keeps wants showing Hold on, up. but that doesn't really make sense with her motivations. If she's a mob boss, why would she bring cases to Maybe her? So we either need to answer that question. There. Maybe or... like he's a distraction from her real like agenda. And then when she's pinned down like, her, like, real agenda is exposed, and then, she, like, she goes down and then enters sequel when she wants revenge for that. So it's like, he, like, she gives the detective, like, oh, these minor things to worry about. But, like, her real thing, like, benefits from, like, something that he does. Oh, okay, I get it, I get it. So, well then, so I like to imagine then that instead of him foiling a lot of, a lot of, like, her own cases, she's bringing him the cases of, like, her rival yeah. gangs and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So she's using him to to get everyone else in in the city arrested. So she essentially. So she's like the top. So she dog. rises up in terms of power. Oh, yeah. that's. I'm into that. I like that. I did. Also, I love that I Janet is just becoming a far more interesting <laughs> character than our detective. But detective. I think that's sort of the premise of this idea is that he's literally just a guy that wants to go on vacation. He is the most boring. Mm-hmm plain character that exists in this wacky world <laughs> and he's just so done with it all and janet knows he never fails yeah. the, his job so she knows that whatever he brings she brings to him he'll solve and so she's totally using he's him to her advantage i also like to imagine basically he's just like the guy from up he's just an old man <laughs> who's literally never had a vacation because no one will leave him alone everyone wants him to solve their problems just, even if it's small like because he's, he's a private detective so like People will just, like, find his place and be like, hey, so uh, my dog lost their chew toy. I think it was stolen. Can you help me? And he's just like, you got to fucking... I, just, <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like in terms... You guys. jumping a little ahead of it, but I, I feel like in terms of acting uh, and actors and stuff, we can go, like, the dramatic route and have him be played by Anthony Hopkins, who was Hannibal, or we could go the opposite route and have him be played by Danny DeVito um, and go a very like comedic like old man route. I like to, I like to imagine it's more of an Anthony Hopkins type of thing where he's just like a just a serious tired old man just like <laughs> or a Morgan. Poor Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Can see a Morgan. Like God damn it, you guys, just leave me alone. Don't give me any more accolades. Don't don't give me anything. But Danny DeVito being the straight man could be excellent. That could we all. You know, every movie needs a little bit more Danny. He could be in there. What if he's like the chief you know, who like comes about? It's like you did it, detective. You did it again. You're like, thank you, Danny DeVito. <laughs> what if is is the chief of police? <laughs> I love that. I dig. All right, well, we'll we'll get to more casting at the end. I feel like we gotta we gotta get the story and the characters, yeah. and then we'll we'll do casting uh, towards the end of it. So the way um, we start, should we have a red herring? You should probably have a red herring that like I. I well, except, I'm curious. Well, the red herring is the detective. Yeah, yeah. Like, because he, he's planning out his own crime. Right. And that's the end. So that's his goal. Yeah. His goal is to, like, pull off a crime 
and like get his like name like cleared as in like his job erased so he can leave like that's his goal yes mm. he, he basically wants to be canceled as <laughs> as you will so people will leave him alone <laughs> He wants that 99% success rate, so that maybe, just maybe, and also Janet will leave him I can alone. See that st- I can see that cheesy picture jail. of like a, a beach in Venezuela up on his bedroom wall that he stares at every night, like holding a beer in one hand. Absolutely. <laughs> so how is he going to pull this crime off? Like, what, how does he go about it? Also, uh, to make things more interesting, I feel like he needs to have someone that like he wants to take over for him because I feel like that's the reason he's always taking cases, right? Is he is a genuinely nice person, but he wants to retire, but there's no one that can replace him. So I don't know if, if like he wants Janet to replace him or, or what, but I feel like that's, that's where a little more of the like interest will come about is like, he wants this other detective to solve the crime. Is Janet in on the heist though? That's my question. I don't think she would Can we be. Decide on that if because she, if she if knew, yeah, she, she would not. Then it would like thwart her whole her whole plan. She, so she probably wouldn't be. Yeah. yeah, I feel like maybe he wants her to take over for him, and so like he's gonna leave breadcrumbs for her to solve. Maybe I don't know. That's just like I, I feel like we need. But then he's but he's accusing her. Yeah, the but he's That's... the only reason he accuses her is because he wants to be wrong, and he's like, "There's no possible way it okay. could be her." Oh, so he's yeah, he's gonna, not. Tr- he's gonna he's not trying to get her arrested. He wants to accuse her, and then her be like, "Wait a second, I know it's not me. Therefore, it has to be you." And then she gets it right. Oh, oh so, so he's, he's not sitting- an awful. Person. No, no. I think the idea is Jason that he's a genuinely good person. That's why he's Jason always taking point. cases. Like he can't say no because he wants to help people and out. But he's, and he's like, "There's no one. There's no one else in this fucking town that can like solve cases the way I do. I don't know how I do it, but like I need someone else to take over. So Janet's gonna take over." I'm going to commit a crime uh, and people will think she's like a super great detective because she figured out that me, the best detective ever, committed a crime, which will raise her like notoriety. So I feel like, I, honestly, I feel like almost this whole movie would have to be, if, if we're pitching it as a movie, would almost have to be from Janet's perspective. I can say being from both their perspectives, like, like story A and story B. Like, sort of a parallel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see the interwoven. I don't see it just being Janet's story, because... Well, I mean, it would kind of be, like... It would increase, the, like, the, the shock value of the twist. Because we've been following her this whole time, and secretly she's been a mom It would be boss. cool, though. It would be cool wow, seeing, like, only, like, his, like, view of Janet throughout the story. And then at the end, like... We see, like, the moments he didn't see. You're like, oh, so she was walking with you to this thing and stuff. Like, it'd be a cool like comedic reveal because mm-hmm. once again like he's completely right yeah all right, all right so we got a good general premise <laughs> let's see what are the specifics of this heist do we want to rob a museum uh an auto parts shop i think he um, needs to make it big let's say in order to like get like just say like i solved this big crime i'm done you know like make, finish big i think that's his goal no his right, goal right, his goal is to <laughs> be to not finish big his goal is to be right done right so well, he wants like a big final thing so that like not anyone could just solve yes, it. Yeah, yes, I yes. can see that being like his, uh, his reasoning. But what if he? What if they're in whatever town this is? Because he's like such a big figure. There's like a museum dedicated <laughs> to him and his cases, 
And so he's oh, I love he's that. robbing his that own would museum. That'd be funny. That would be. No one would suspect the. I could the see him like. I could see him like sneaking in museum. and robbing like a dinosaur skeleton-sized statue of himself, like from the museum, <laughs> <laughs> like just dragging it out or something. He needs to be well, yeah. smart though, because he because the point is that right. he doesn't get caught. And like, and but he's like, aha, it was Janet. And everyone's like, it was Janet. And he's like, oh, you fools. It wasn't Janet. And then Janet's like, then they're like, oh, wait, why are there 15 necklaces in her trench coat? Yeah, I guess we, well, we, we do also need some type of like crime that Janet is committing in order for this, this twist to work. And it does also, it would also have to involve the place that he's robbing. Because uh, there has to be like, ah, you see... I was the one that stole the statue and then like people open the statue and there's like bombs in it or something. And it's like, you knew that Janet put bombs in the statue, which is why you took it out of the museum. And he's just like, fuck. God uh, damn it. So like that, that, that has to be something. So like, we also have to figure out not only like we've got his motivations down, but what is like, what's, what's the real crime that Janet is really trying to commit right now? Well, she wants to take control of the city, right? Like she wants to knock out all the other like mob bosses and stuff like get control. So I think she wants to like either, either she's like taking out the last competition or she's making a statement to like demonstrate her power over the city. Now that it's hers. Okay. Let's see. Maybe we keep going to Janet's motivation, even though she's going to be, we're not going to know any of this for the 95% of the run. But it's, it's always important, you know? It's always important to know your, your yeah. full story. So then mm-hmm. could the, the like, final rival gang or whatever be like, it's the, the Philosopher's Guild who's in the museum, so she's trying to, like, blow up the museum to, you know, finally end the last people, because, like... What kind of Harry Potter shit is the Philosopher's Guild? <laughs> I don't know. I figured it's... Who's, who's going to be in a museum? <laughs> I also like to imagine they're like, like the goody two shoes gang, which is why she's never been able to like put the the detective on them and get them arrested. Cause like they have sway in the city, but they're like, they're all politicians and they, stuff, they, but they they're like genuinely like... good politicians that are just like trying to look out for people. And she's like, I can't fucking corrupt them. They can't be bought. They can't be anything. So I just got to blow oh, okay. up. Maybe again, I'm. Maybe. We're just pulling, pulling everything out of my ass right I now. See so. I see her being like <laughs> so fed up with like this last thing I raised. Like you want know f it. Like let's just, just, just get rid of them. Just like wipe just them off. Murder them all. What would the detective be detectiving at that time? What is what is his cover? Because I, I like. Do we? I, I, I'm imagining that the story him? opens with the statue being stolen, and he's like. He's oh. trying to find. He's oh. trying to find the statue. Essentially, is he trying to pin it on himself? Then yeah, yeah. Or is he I, making I, his own crime? He's essentially making his own crime. Where at the end, he's like, "I I need Janet to accuse me, so like I'm gonna leave breadcrumbs to make me look guilty, but I'm also not like I'm not just gonna be so obvious that I am guilty because then the police could solve it. But I like to imagine that we open and they're like. Your museum's been robbed, detective. You gotta get down here and solve the case. I like that. I like that being, like, scene oh, two. I, I kind of want to see, like, a, a cold open of him, like, getting tired of, like, sol- like another case solved. And him just being like, oh, I'm so done. You know, like, and then the yeah, and then the, the, the statue is stolen and, like, story goes from there. Fantastic. And then just, like, through the, through the process of the story, he's like, 
Oh, like he brings Janet along. He's like, oh, wow. It looks like somebody, a male who is 5'10", <laughs> could possibly be. I feel like he, he wouldn't be that obvious about it, but absolutely. he Again, he would drop those little breadcrumbs of like, it has to be someone who has close ties to this museum. I wonder who. And, you know, it's a museum about him. So. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like they had personal Janet? feelings toward this museum. Very strange, indeed. And then... Hmm. The end. We did it, folks. <laughs> Just kidding. And, well, and then, I mean, Joking. obviously, uh, like, through, throughout the, the movie, we would need to have suspects for both the, the audience and the characters to, to think yeah. of. Speaking of which... Does he want to know... Does he want to know exactly who also did the crime or is he just at this point I don't think he, he did the crime well he did it well oh he did i thought we were trying to figure no out. he did the crime but i feel like we as the audience don't know that the, i thought he was trying to pin it on himself he is trying to pin it setting on up like yeah. wait so do we know okay so so basically the idea uh it seems is that he has stolen a statue of himself from this museum about him we as the audience don't know that just the movie opens with this idea that he is depressed and like done and wants to retire and stuff like that. And he's like, all right, this is my last case. We're going to get it figured out. And he wants Janet to take over for him afterwards. And so he wants to lead her to discover that it's him, but obviously he can't be obvious about it or else then the, just anyone in the town will be like, wait a second. Did you just steal your own statue? And then he gets like, arrested. Doesn't get his vacation. Okay. Exactly. My only, my only issue with that is that if the audience doesn't know, like, what his motivations are, I feel like they'll, like, not really relate to him. Because, like, if we don't know that he mm. stole the statue, we're like, oh, this is a depressing story of him doing just Yeah, part of me case. thinks it would be beneficial uh, no, I think it's, what it's, was him. Part of me thinks, like, it would be better to follow along with his journey, like, if we knew that he was I, doing it. I think that can add like more can comedy. Um, uh, sure, it can also be an early reveal. Um, I was just imagining that, like, I don't know, to keep the mystery alive, because uh, this is definitely leaning more on the comedy edge, uh, but to keep the mystery alive, like, that's where the, the mystery comes in. Uh, we, the audience, don't know the full extent of what's going on. I mean, we could always try to, like, knives out it. Where, like, you but think the mystery really is solved, solved, and you're like, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, essentially, like, that's kind of what we're doing with Janet actually being a bad guy. Yeah, you so, think Janet's good all the way until the end. That's true. God damn, we just wrote <laughs> knives out of there. Start over. So I, uh, okay, start so over. I guess, yeah, I do like the idea of then we can start off with, like, we as the audience just know that he's responsible, but then the twist is the, the Janet thing. The Janet that could work really well. Cool. Hell yeah. We have a few characters. Do we want to cast it? Uh, well, do we want to, like, come up with with more characters, more, just more to the story? Because we, we've got our, like, That's outline, true. or not really outline, but just, like, idea of everything. I do want About Danny DeVito yeah. so, like, as, we, like, the chief. I want him, like, you know. Oh, yeah. absolutely. But what, what other characters? Yeah, other characters um, we can He's have. cast. Uh, so, yeah, so, so, so far we've got the chief of police, uh, which you always need one in any detective story. We've got the detective, and we've got Janet, so... I feel like we need, like, the the owner of the museum who could also be a suspect at some point. I think we could um, use a, a criminal that he catches. Well, like, how would he be a suspect? Like, we need someone he catches in the beginning to show, like, he's, like, 100% correct. If, if we're still doing that. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Chris, like, I, I'm just oh, saying that he's, he's going to, like, point out suspects. Oh, so he doesn't know in the beginning. 
he doesn't know in the beginning that he's gonna frame Janet. It's kind of like a word. Once again, he's not framing Janet. The idea is oh, that yeah. he wants to be Jesus. wrong, so he's going to just accuse her, at, and he knows he's going to accuse her because in his mind, Completely she is innocent. like the gold standard of humans. And then so, he turns out yeah, to be so right. he's going to That's like the comedy. Yeah, yeah, he's going to build up a suspect list because he has to keep everyone else off of him. So he's going to like be like, ah, it could be the museum curator, it could be this person, it could be this person. Meanwhile, dropping the hints that it's him just for Janet, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So again, he's not framing Janet at all. Like his goal is not to be a dick to her. His goal is to have her catch him mm-hmm. so she can be elevated to full detective status, and he can be like, ah, it turns out I'm kind of a dick. I'm going to leave the town. And it Goodbye. Completely everyone. backfires in both of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, at least she's out of my life. And then Janet's twin sister comes in and says, Hi, detective. And then they fall in love. And it becomes a romance. (laughs) I guess, yeah, it's just keeping that middle part interesting of like, because I I see what you mean before, like keeping the mystery. We have to like then kind of keep them engaged in another way. Exactly. Well, again, and some different complicated yeah and that's that's why i was like we could keep it as a mystery the whole time because that keeps the whole thing interesting but if we know so i mean i guess then it could almost be a twofold thing of i mean maybe like he's also trying to solve this this mob case and so like he's basically trying to help janet accuse him but also being like there's some weird shady shit going down that i want to look into and i guess that can be the middle part and then it turns out that janet is the mob boss and he's like oh fuck like maybe at the end he's like genuinely interested be like all right i've seen a lot of good stuff this is not caused by me i kind of want to know what this is you know and then right or or he's trying to like he's trying to get janet to solve that case. yeah maybe maybe, maybe he like maybe he's treating janet as like his trainee so he's helping her solve her own crime you know without him realizing it In maybe a Mm-hmm. okay so maybe, maybe so i mean this might change the whole thing but then maybe he doesn't commit any crime and he's like helping her solve this mob crime but doesn't know that she's well, the they, one that did it the only issue with that is that i mean he could technically solve it at any time because of his omniscient like ability to just solve any crime no matter what do we want it that to be like literally that he just like I don't think it's him knowing who's No, I just, I like to imagine he's just a, he's, I like to imagine he's just a very good detective. It's not a matter of like, he just can point at people and be like, they did it. Not even, Uh, he just is a good detective. Not even detective. I think he's just good at accusing. Like if he makes a solid accusation, be like, I think it's this person, whether he believes it or not, it turns out to be right. But I, I mean, I would imagine that because, again, I'm imagining his character of like, he is a genuinely good person that wants to help people. That, like, he's he, he's not just blindly making accusations. He does have, like, evidence to right. go on. He's just gotten very good at, like, taking literally one piece and of evidence way. and being like, ah, the sneakers didn't have a little, uh, what are the plastic pieces called? <laughs> yeah, they, the sneakers didn't have anglets. Therefore, it must be angletless True. Joe. He committed So, for in order for him to accuse Janet, like, by mistake, sort of, uh, in the end, then I, I guess the trainee thing might not work then. Because, like, the whole point is that he has to accuse her and then be right about it. Well, I think it can still work that he accuses her. Um, because, again, in his mind, she's, like, the gold standard of humans. 
he would he's like she would never commit a crime so i'm just gonna accuse her and it'll be whatever and then she'll have a different accusation that'll be right Mm -hmm. I feel like then we kind of got two different, like, versions of him of that. Either he's, like, so, like, it's like, oh, no matter how hard he tries to be wrong, he's always right, versus he can't stop doing these because he's such a good person. He's just so good at his job that, like, nobody would let him retire. The second one is more what I've been imagining. Yeah, I I see that, too. But then how does he get Janet, then? What do you... Is it literally just... No, because he... For for this this one specific case... He wants to be wrong. Like, he's not actively trying to solve this case. He wants Janet to make that final accusation. So he's going to be like... So this time... This, this time it's dumb luck. Yes. This, this time, time it is purely dumb luck. luck. This time it is. And, yeah, yeah. He's like... Like, him and Janet can even have, like, a suspect that they're going to go accuse. And then he's like... They get to the, the police station. And he's like, I bet it was Janet. And then Janet's going to like, it was the, in his mind, be like, it was the museum curator and she'd be right. Um, but it turns out it was her. So it's it's almost like he, he does actually get it wrong, but still gets it right. By accident. You know? Yes, yes. So like, I imagine throughout the whole movie, they're going to be doing this this investigation and they eventually do come up with a suspect. And again, it can be the, the museum curator or whatever. And once he's like, ah, it was the museum curator, Janet, let's go to the police station and accuse him. They get to the police station and he's like, it was Janet all along. And Janet was like, what? Why are you accusing me? Like, what? I thought we agreed it was the museum curator. And he's like, nope, I think it was you. And then everyone's like, what? (laughs) And like, they go to her car or something and there's like the dirty bomb. Like, oh my gosh, you're right. It was her, yeah. And yeah, and he's like, what? I'm interested in in the sequence of it. Like, would it be like, I think it's Jan, and Jan's like, no, and they just start to arrest her, and, like, you as the audience think, like, Janet suddenly makes a proclamation. It's like, no, it was you, Detective Ronstad, (laughs) and so she goes into, like, a giant, like, monologue of all the evidence, and the detective's just, like, (laughs) the detective is just, like, nodding, being like, yep. And then all of a sudden, someone comes like, oh, we found a C4 block in Janet's car. And it's like, wait, uh, what? And it's like, yeah, and actually here are plans of uh, the museum study. And there's a very specific route that is outlined so that she could avoid every camera. Oh, and also here's... And like, here's one of her henchmen who's willing to testify that it was her. <laughs> yep, I, I like to imagine that's the end of the movie. Is it? Yeah, everything is entirely coincidental. And he just it's, did end up being right. And he was just like, what? And the henchman thing could totally be like a scene from earlier um, in the movie when they talk to him or something. I like that. We This has changed so much from the beginning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he's no longer committing his That's own hard. crime. Honestly, though, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. Oh, yeah, I like the story. Getting attacked. Um, act 1, Act 2, Act 3, Explanation right. is what our producer is asking for. All right. Act 1. I think this is where we'll have, like, a cold open... Of him just getting everything, like, I could see it being, like, almost, like, up. Where, like, it's, like, we're going through the years of, like, him being, like, bright and cheery. Like, I found the suspect. And then, like, by the end, I he's found just, the like, suspects. him. It's him. He doesn't have hair on his chest, and that's the only person in this room that doesn't have hair <laughs> on their chest. So, therefore, it's him. <sighs> so, there's that. And then, that's our cold opening. He's called to deal with a museum stealing thing. And um, he's, like bored and janet's there 
But then when he gets home, we find the statue. And he's like, he smiles and looks towards the vacation poster. Wait, I thought we were getting rid of the yeah, idea he's not that he his, committed he's his not own crime. God <laughs> yeah, damn Yeah, like, again, this, this is now a real crime that he does want to solve, but he wants Janet to make the final, you know, she, he wants her to have the big reveal part of the movie you know where every detective's like here let me tell you what happened he wants to have that moment her in order to prove to himself they're like oh i'm finally wrong you know and do that whole thing yeah yeah okay so so therefore then i guess we could change it to he gets home and he's starting to like okay clearly it's someone this height this shoe size and he starts realizing that like he could fit as a suspect and he's like wait a second what if i framed myself for that no, no, no i thought, we were, I thought we were just getting rid we're getting rid of the idea and God we're getting damn. rid of the idea entirely that he's trying to frame himself well he's no, trying to frame well, no he's not framing <laughs> anyone chris well he is he is trying to frame himself because no, he wants Janet he, to no, he's got rid of Janet in order to prove to himself that he doesn't. Oh, so like, he does think case. it's the museum. Like, like, so he does legitimately think it's the museum. Yeah, case. yeah. So, um, he, yeah. Oh, um, okay. And also, I think we need to change it from a heist to something. Because again, if Janet's the one committing this crime, again, let's say that the her rival gang is headquartered in the museum, like in the upper levels or whatever. And so again, she either blew it up or she did something. So like. They are genuinely trying to solve this case of, like, there was an arsonist or there was, you know, this this uh, demolitionist who blew up the museum or whatever. They're genuinely trying to solve the case. And he wants to solve the case, but he wants Janet to have the final word on it. And then have Janet replace him, right? Okay. He wants he wants yeah. Janet to yeah, take Yeah, yeah. And so I, I would imagine, for- like, they get the call, they go to the crime scene, and when they get back, that's when he reveals to her, he's like, look... I'm done. Everyone is always coming to me. I want to retire. So I want you to be the next, like, I want you to be the lead detective. And I'm going to let you take the lead on this case. And I'm going to sit back and, and sort of observe. But this, this is your case. I, the, the detective agency is no longer mine. I'm giving it to you. And then he, like, and so and that's why, that would be why he accuses Janet. So like, oh, maybe I'm, like, losing my skills. Janet, I think you've got this. And then Janet has her big moment. At least that's what the plan was. That, yeah, that's the plan yeah. in his mind. With that in mind, act one. Act one. So, so, okay, what is that inciting thought? Maybe, like, maybe Janet can then be like, man, if you got one case wrong, then I'm sure they would stop listening to you, and you would be able to go on vacation. Chris, he's already got this idea. <laughs> he already, okay, he's that, got it. Why is this case the one that triggers him? That's, I mean, that's True. a good question. True. Um, sure. Maybe, like, the cold open. Yeah. What about... Something in the cold open. Like, like, him being like, alright, I solved this case. Like, alright, like, something about this case makes me realize I'm just done. If I'm given another one, I just don't want to do it. And then, like, story happens. I mean, I imagine maybe, like, in the the cold open, it can literally just be, like, throughout these phases, he's... Start wrap... Our producer just told us to start wrapping up, and we're not even on Act 2 or 3 yet. Oh, boy. Honestly, maybe this... Maybe this is a fucking (laughs) two-parter. Sydney needs Sydney's to eat. Hungry. We must My, feed her. Uh, but like, I Sydney's imagine hungry. maybe it's it's one of those things where like, as he's solving cases, we're also cutting to scenes of like he keeps trying to go on vacation, 
and people keep stopping him and like you can see him crossing off dates on a calendar and it's got like Venezuela trip on it and then he's like the day arrives and he's like I'm gonna go and then someone calls and it's like he's like damn it now I can't go the so like, on his wall starts it could like be something as uh, afraid and stuff you know exactly so it, it could just be something as simple as he's getting older and he's missed countless vacations and now he's just done you know mm-hmm. but still why is this the one i think just emotional why has he emotionally he's there yeah. um he, he just yeah. finally i don't i don't okay. think you need anything more like crazier than that i mean you don't necessarily need like a family member's death to be like well everything i love here is gone so now it's time for or, me to go like i don't think he needs an up thing like that i think he just is old and ready ready to or retire, as, as know? our producer mentioned uh-huh. Like, maybe he sees that, like, Janet, he's like, oh, this is my out. Janet could, like, literally take my place. And that's the inciting incident. Yeah. Janet is the bright young face. Maybe Janet makes an off comment. It's like, man, I'd love to be a detective agent, but I don't think I'm ready. Or, honestly, maybe after the cold open, it, it can be that Janet has not actually... Like, Janet hasn't been his sidekick yeah. throughout all these cases. It can be that she, what, like, he puts up a sign and is, like, now hiring. And she's like, oh, I'm going to take advantage like, of this. In her yeah. criminal in her criminal mind, she's like, if I become the next detective. City's mine. Then who, who's going to yeah. be there to investigate me? I'm the detective. Mm-hmm. All right, we, we, we figured it, it out. It. There it is. There's our inciting, there's our inciting right, incident, there which we've got to at the end of this fucking <laughs> podcast. Hey, but now we have it. But here's the thing. So I'm going to ask our producer right now, just give us a yes or no, Sydney. Do you want us to continue this to do a part two with act two and act three? And Ryan, would you want to come back? I would back be very interested in coming back. I'm invested now. This is a good story. <laughs> to finish oh, this yeah. story. <laughs> Sydney? Again, copyrighted, trademarked again. I know we just had a, a two-part episode, but would you be down with it? I think we can. All, do, right. all right, I Wait, love it. We're getting the part we two. Before we we need a name. We need a name for our story. Um, wrong question yeah. to ask right before the end. Uh, passing out. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll come up uh, with that next yeah, time. Yeah, uh, Sydney needs to go oh, eat. We might need to wrap to up. Quit? Too good to quit. Hey, too good, too to, good quit. to quit. Wonderful. Perfect. Got it. Too good to quit. Also, I'm about to re-listen to this episode when it gets edited so I can write down everything Good. we've come up with for next Storyboard episode. Storyboard stuff, everything. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we can yeah. get into like actual scenes. Right? And maybe next even time. dialogue. Yeah, no, next time next time we'll hit act two and act three and then like casting and stuff like that. Like that'll be the next Sweet. episode. Uh we're going to write a whole thing. But now movie. it is time to wrap things up. So thank you everyone for listening to, once again, this was a very strange episode because we weren't reading anything. You got to listen to all of us come up <laughs> with our great mystery comedy film. Uh, I want to thank Ryan for joining us this episode. Happy to be here. Thank you for inviting uh, me. And creating this with us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I look forward to having you back for next episode because we got to finish this. We got it. And then I want to thank Chris. You know, you were, you were great. Uh, as always, uh, usually, you know, we usually do like scatology, good shit, stuff like that. But, um, we cannot, obviously we didn't learn anything from this cause we were coming up with shit on the top of our heads and good shit we can save for next time. But yeah, uh, once again to Ryan for creating the music you heard at the beginning of this wonderful podcast, you can go check out his podcast. We mentioned it earlier. I want to thank casual conversation. Ryan and Jonah. Ryan. Fantastic. So uh, I want to thank Sam for doing all the marketing. For us, I want to thank Sydney for once again creating this wonderful podcast and 
and I think that's about everyone. And thank you, Michael, uh, I think for this thanking is... all of us. Ah, ah, oh, thank so you, Michael. I think this is one of our shortest episodes. We're wrapping up, and my recording time is at 51 minutes, which never happens. Usually it's like an hour and 30. <laughs> but yeah, thanks again. Oh yeah, make sure to rate and review. I always forget to say that, so... Make sure to do it, and then I'll stop forgetting, because I'll see all the rates and all the reviews, and I'll be like, they're happening, (laughs) and then I'll keep asking. All right. Love you all. All right. (laughs)